Holy cow, I can't believe that. Another and Tuesday. Another Tuesday. <laughs> another Tuesday night. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, uh, the buzz, Porter County buzz. And uh, the before we get going, too, if anyone has any questions, you can feel free to email us at pcbuzz, B-U-Z-Z, 103, at yahoo.com, and we'll be happy to... Uh, uh, address your questions and concerns but besides that i am greg sims my co-host to my left today is annie bozak hey, good and afternoon, then everyone the, sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and to my right is another extraordinary individual that porter county we're happy to have him and he's raising his hands at me but that's okay uh it's greg eckert with the hazmat the the porter county hazmat and we've got a lot of awesome incredible stories to, to come from Greg today. But welcome aboard, Greg. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. And, and just so everyone knows, I do feel outnumbered. It's one Andy versus two Greg's in here. I don't know how this is going to shake out. This could be a great show. Yeah, or it could be a... Oh, wrong one. I hate doing it. I'm still going to learn this stupid noiser. We're getting uh, Okay. But anyways, so Greg, um, hazmat. Yes. What exactly, before we get into some awesome stories, by the way, uh, what does hazmat actually do? What it does <laughs> is, I always tell people, anything somebody doesn't want to do, I get stuck. <laughs> or I get a phone call. So uh, you do a lot of Andy's duties, huh? <laughs> yeah. Can I get your cell number, please? <laughs> so, how it started was back in... Well, actually, early 80s, the state started looking at what was going down the highways, truck-wise, truckloads. Uh, there was a state trooper, master trooper named Guy Boroff, and he was friends with uh, my mentor and good friend, Greg Phillips. Another Greg. Just Which is the there. name of the building that the hazmat right. is currently located in. Oh, really? There oh, you go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, named after him. He was our founder, our mentor, and like mm -hmm. I said, a real good friend. Uh, passed away in 1996, wow. unfortunately, at 42 years of age. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it was kind of a workplace uh, for the county. He was out at a cleanup site. And... Uh, he got stuck in the mud, and unfortunately, he did something that he probably regretted later on, that he had a back hole, literally pick him out of the hole he was stuck in, ripped his aorta in half. Wait, wow. he was stuck in the mud, like, not in a vehicle, his, nope. his body? he was stuck in the mud. He oh, was, it was checking the cleanup site. Oh, my goodness. Up north around uh, US-12, and uh, he got there, and, you know, the old trying to lift his leg out, nothing, not, the boots are coming off, he left leg, same thing. And there was a back hole because there was a contractor up there cleaning the spill. And uh, they chose to tie a rope around him and as he was being pulled up. Well, uh, there's some theories that there was a pre-existing condition and that might have been uh, aggravated by that, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, Wow. He passed away later on. Uh, oh, so he made it through later. that. He oh, made it through geez. about two yeah. days, and then uh, he was actually in the office here on the third floor, 155 Indiana, was uh, talking to the secretary and just went down. So they rushed him to the hospital. And so and, young, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, and they had no idea. I mean, so he... Yeah. Yeah, it was just one they of those... They thought it was blood... He was taking blood pressure. Oh. Medicine. 
because oh. uh, he had an issue, and I think he was on a blood thinner and just. I'll be darned. Now, yeah. uh, uh, how would you get out of that situation correctly if you're stuck in the mud? I, uh, what would be the right way to do that? Planking and crawling out oh, like okay. you on the ice. Okay. Distribute your weight. That makes sense. But back there, it was like, hey. Yeah. I, I, and I'm that kind of guy that takes the easy way out with solutions like yeah. that. Well, just kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look yeah. at logic. Just I pull would, me out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he worked at the, uh, before he became... Uh, the environmental coordinator for Porter County. The environmental department actually started in 90, 1990 was a department and then uh, he headed it, but before then it was all volunteers. We ran around with, uh, if you were on a team member, volunteer, you might have the shovels in your car, truck, whatever. Greg might have <laughs> boots and protective <laughs> equipment in his and we all kind of converged on the scene and. It was like, oh, oh, he's got the gloves. You know, we can't go in there. So Since it was late. Yeah. So it was a Wow, speaking of being late, it wasn't me late. Yeah, it was no, Andy. No, that's, that's why I made the joke. <laughs> yeah. So it was a conglomeration. Uh, it worked out, and that's how. Were you guys, un so are, right now, are you guys under EMA? I am. You yeah, are, they okay. They converted my department in 2013. Oh, that was that's, so that's what I was going to ask. So back then, you, you weren't under EMA. Hazmat no. was its own yes. authority. Yeah, well, um, we had the environmental department. and then Was that part of the county back then, or was that part yeah. of the state? Okay. Yeah, in 1990, well, actually late 89, just before the first of the year, 90, um, they made a decision they were going to start environmental problems. The county did? The county yeah, did. Okay. And they... Yeah, they went to Greg Phillips, who worked for Bethlehem Steel. Uh, and he had gone through, and like I said, in about 82, the state was doing, saying, huh, that's a corrosive, uh, what corrosive? And they said, oh, I saw sulfuric acid when they were stopping trucks. And then there was incidents on the highway and then going through, uh, like even Valparaiso and some other areas where What's that on the ground? What's that on the pavement? Oh, jeez. Fire departments weren't uh, prepared, really, back then. Uh, so, Greg was kind of well-known uh, as far as being an authority because, A, he did it for Bethlehem Steel as a captain mm -hmm. of the fire department. So, he was kind of the... Uh, uh, like the regional group, expert? The yeah. group, yeah. 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 Subject matter <laughs> expert, yes. <laughs> So people he knew the UN members. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. I got, I got associated with him on a call one year, and it just like ever since. Uh, all, everything around. clicked. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, he just says, Yeah, you need to be on here. Go, okay. <laughs> well, sometimes I won't be. Uh, and uh, around, and he goes, I understand, but. At least you're a resource like a call. So wow. we got some others from industry, fire, mm -hmm. police, EMS. Uh, well, before it was EMS, if you remember, they had area one, two, and three uh, ambulance service. No. One being NOPAC in Chesterton, and two being where the laundry is here on uh, Laporte Avenue by the old hospital. Oh, side. yeah. Okay. And yeah. And Couts, uh, not wow. Couts, uh, Hebron had uh, the station down south. Wow. And uh, yeah, so yeah, when you heard 
Oh, you missed ones going on or two and station three. Yeah, it's a little before my time, probably yeah. during Greg's prime. Wow, before my time. So. <laughs> yeah, Andy wasn't even born yet. Just to say, <laughs> he was born in 2010. He was a twinkle in the yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 2010. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of a on the run, and Greg had gone uh, because of. Uh, there was a fire chief named George Demetroff at Bethlehem Steel, great guy, and he kind of let Greg go to some of these national seminars. There wasn't many back then, uh, but you you might have heard, if you remember, Kingman, Arizona. Uh, that was one of the disasters. We kind of, as I tell people, we learn from, yeah, unfortunately, mistakes of yeah. people dying. Wow. The, Kingman is on the uh, west side of Arizona, on the California border. Uh, Santa Fe train had a yard there, and they had a propane car. And eventually, simply what happened was there was a leak in it, and the sand blowing gave static, and it set off the propane uh, in the tank car. It was like exiting out the top. Wow. Uh, and the, the Kingman, Arizona, Volunteer fire department showed up, and within two hours they had immediate openings on the Kingman Arizona oh. fire department. Wow! Because they didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, not really. Yeah, they never, you know. Oh, it's propane. Okay, and nobody says, "Hey, you need." And that's where a word called blevy, B-L-E-V-E, -E, came in: boiling liquid expanding vapor explosion. And what that is is pressure builds up. What they didn't realize was that was the pressure, the flame that was coming out was the burning propane that was being expelled because of pressure. Uh, now, uh, cars have really improved. And uh, like I said, they didn't, they weren't trained. They knew nothing. Uh, another event was down in- uh, Were these placarded? Like, did people know it was no. propane back then? No. That was before? It was just a white car and- uh, Wow. And when I talk about placards, just yeah. for those that may not know, those yes. are the triangles on the sides right. of the containers or trailers yeah. that-, that Flammable and yeah. whatever liquid's inside. They may inside. say it or yeah. they may give a number. Yeah, the or, UN number. The yeah. Nine, uh, and then, hmm. yeah, there's always huh. the, uh, the visual sign. like. What? It's interesting because the trucking company I work for, we got a huge fine. And the reason we got a fine, we pulled a container out of Ford, Chicago. We do container shipping. And we pulled it down the road with hazmat placards on it. It was an empty. So, obviously, if there's an accident, the police, the hazmat crew is going to treat that box like, I mean, it could yes. be a huge problem. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's a $10,000 fine if you do that. It's very expensive. So, you had the sign on there, but there was nothing in it? It was, it was an empty container. The driver messed up. He should have removed the, actually, the shipper should have removed the placards. But. So, how did you get, the truck got pulled he over? Got pulled over. They okay. asked for the hazmat documentation. Oh. The driver goes, it's not hazmat, it's an empty. And the cop's like, what? Yeah. Oh. Uh, same thing on private property. Wow. I mean, it's their property, but they're supposed to remove those placards. Right. Correct as soon as they're empty. So if there wow. is a fire at the facility, the fire people, uh, firemen actually, fire women, uh, whatever, actually yeah. know. Fire people, fire, fire people, persons. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's an, I'm sorry, I just talked a little bit about smoke. No, yeah, that's happening. interesting. If you leave, wow. like, with the peel and stick placards on, if you remove three sides but you leave a part of a placard, even the color, as that counts? Fine. Oh, I didn't know. No kidding. I knew they had to be removed, but yeah. wow. Just totally removed. Even that. Wow. And uh, then, like in the, 
And this all evolved from the early days too. Uh, there was one on the toll road, tanker pulled over and he had the ones that you could uh, flip over different placards that Keller, uh, uh, some of the other companies mm -hmm. sell and right well he turned over well the other placards didn't open but this one did and it was an interesting uh <laughs> was it a skull and crossbones <laughs> no it wasn't a skull and crossbones but flammable came in oh man and corrosive but it was half and half and it said flammosive <laughs> I mean, turning around, walking away, and that was close. I don't know. The state trooper that oh, went up there is like, okay, is it a corrosive or is it a flammable? Wow. Now, there are certain products that when they burn uh, can turn atoxic or flammable. So, so he got in trouble for it being oh, that yes. way. Wow, flammosive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, new category. Well, DLT didn't recognize that. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, when I was a kid, uh, you know, and Greg, you might be able to, we had uh, people in my neighborhood uh, with Pintos that had flammable on the back of the Pintos because yeah. the cars got rear-ended. They, the they, okay. they would catch fire. So yeah, <laughs> the two gals in Elkhart, yeah, the two uh, sisters. No, it, was, yeah, they, uh, it was here in Elkhart, yeah. Indiana? Wow. Yeah, for the first fatality. Yeah, uh, people used to put Zippo, like for the lighter. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. I, what is the actual job of the hazmat department? Like, what is it that you're if doing? It's complaints, environmental complaints. I was on six of them this week alone. Wow, they're very uh, busy. It's something happens or somebody walks down a trail, let's say, like in a county park or even uh, some of the preserve, nature preserves, and they look down and they see a sheen. Uh, if it's on, let's say, up north where the feds are, uh, I usually get a call or my counterpart, Dave Branke at IDEM, Indiana Department of Environmental Management, he gets it and if he got called first, guess what? He calls me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We trade. Bar. Hey, what are you doing? Come yeah. on out. Does that have to do with the EPA as well, or is that something else? Sometimes, yeah. Depending okay. on how big the incident is, if it, we won't go into some of the oopses in the last several years up north. Yes, let's with, talk about those because that's getting really old, polluting our water. Yeah. Please. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's there's people above me. With more horsepower and is that being worked on address that's going to be fixed yeah uh they did a consent decree in the last couple of years with u.s steel because of uh even the last incident where uh, they discharged uh because their treatment plant wasn't doing its job correctly and uh, then there, there was a fish kill involving uh, ours at the time arcelor middle mm -hmm. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs just got done settling, I guess, the fine, and uh, that's going to the National Park Service. Is it a fine, like a slap on the wrist, or is it an no, actual fine? No, this is a big one. This oh, is good to hear. Uh, because it involved ammonia, and there was fish kills. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, when you look out there and... I just like to, uh, they need to be held accountable. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. That's our absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, Indiana, uh, yeah, Indiana... American water, and they're saying, you know, this is our source of drinking water. And, uh, you know, then they're under, just uh, a side note, 
they're under pressure because more communities want, oh, hey, you're taking it from Lake A, you supply us. Yeah. And they're going, no, nope. because everybody, I guess, that's what I understand, it's on their system. They get a vote. If Lowell wants it, okay, everybody vote. Majority rules. Oh, and if, you know, if 12 out of, let's say, 13 say, uh-uh, they don't get it. That's why there's that cutoff wherever, and I've yes. heard about that, and yeah, I mean, we got good water up north. We really yeah. do. Hmm. But it's uh, that. But yeah, I've been, this month, the hazmat team itself uh, is 39 years old. We've wow, been congratulations. Yeah. I'm, wait, uh, this month, I am, last Tuesday, I am 39 years oh old. Oh my no God. Show. We were yeah. both born in 83. can't get over his birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greg, you made it special. I did not for you. He came to the council meeting, Greg, other Greg, uh, and uh, he had a cupcake and cookies for everybody, you know, to kind wow. of share. And it, my day was going to work, going to council, yeah. or, uh, the ARPA meeting, and then going to council meeting. So it was really nice. Hey, Greg, you made my day special. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, good to control the Okay, and and by the way, speaking of uh, where you're listening, WVLP 103.1 FM uh, Community Radio, and this is Porter County Buzz, and uh, don't be uh, shy to uh, ask us a question on email, pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com, and again, this is Greg Sims, my co-host Andy Bozek, and our special guest extraordinaire, hazmat extraordinaire, is Greg Eckert, and uh, we've been listening to some awesome stories, and hey, uh, you get it, okay. Many weeks ago, Greg and I sat down when we talked about this radio show, and and we got into an unbelievably awesome conversation. And one of the things he told me, he had, I was laughing so hard that he gave me a headache. <laughs> and and you need to share this story. It was the, the the guy that used to work in Chicago that had this barrel that somehow yeah. got it from Chicago. So start us off with how. This story. Oh, it's correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's an unbelievable story. So uh, go ahead, Greg. <laughs> yeah, statues and limitations. Uh, he was a chemist at the time for Standard Oil before they became Amer uh, American. Uh, America, uh, Amico? Amico. Amico. Yes. Yeah. And he was a chemist up in Chicago. And uh, <laughs> he decided, and he worked down, I believe, on Congress Boulevard, where the Amico building is. And uh, he decided to take his homework home. <laughs> how he got a 55 gallon drum yeah. down uh, I think the closest station at the time to him was Monroe Street there wait the station South yeah. Shore, wait, South Shore. He, 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 no this was crazy he got his barrel down somehow he must have employed somebody but they got it down the steps he's on the South Shore platform and it's late night too Probably one of the last ones that come out to Indiana. And uh, yeah, and how the conductor let him on with this and or helped him. <laughs> let him roll it off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about it. How did he get it down the stairs onto the train let and how the conductor? Yeah, I'm thinking it's a body. You're going down <laughs> yeah. to Lake Michigan. You yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he got it. And he lived in Beverly Shores. What was it? It was blue oil. He was, <laughs> what he was doing was 
trying to <laughs> distill yeah. and get a lighter lube oil or whatever with this. <laughs> and yeah, he was out there. Well, what happened was after he, he got done with it, hmm, so he had a neighbor that had a back hole. Uh, dug a hole, put it in the ground. Yeah. Oh, in the beach? Oh, yeah. Water yeah. Table. Rose it and popped it out of the ground. That's popped how Greg got it. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> Phillips went out there and then, yeah, he called me and I was home one night and he says, What are you doing? I said, I'm Watching TV. Said, yeah, you want to come out of here? Uh, yeah, we've had some. Uh, was it still sealed? No, he had opened oh, it up. Sorry. He deheaded the drum. Oh, okay. So he could get. Get all the samples in that, but yeah, and that part about it was, you know, this guy's a scientist. He knows what that stuff yeah. after a while is going to do. Yeah. yeah, just don't go away, and that's what a lot of people. I mean, you know, not my own grandfather did it on the farm. He put the used oil from the tractors and everything on the hedge hedgerows to keep the weeds. So you know, oh, that kept the weeds down. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there again, we we weren't educated. Uh, like I said, when I first got into this and was running with Phillips and uh, several of the other guys on the team, it was like, you know, a learning process and we'd learn something and say, hey, what is that? And they go, oh, yeah, blah, 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 and don't do that or, yeah, whatever you do, don't take the cover off that uh, powder material on the highway because it loves air and will ignite. Wow. Yeah. You got a dangerous job. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question. When we're talking yes. about disposing stuff, and I've always wondered, what do you do with bad gas? Like what I've done with it in the past, I just put it in the bonfire pit and let it all. Oh. It was a little bit of a muscle. Your accelerant, huh? Yeah. 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 Like for uh, motorcycles. A lot of times, uh, hmm. the recycling district. Oh, they'll actually take Ford gas? County, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I knew they took oil and stuff you like can, that. Yes. Uh, they tell you at times, depending on how much you got, you can mix it with good gas, like in your lawnmower or tractor and that. But uh, if it's positively, okay. yeah, call the recycling okay. department. And Sorry to go off subject. No problem. No, it's all good. It's all part of the hazmat. Yeah. Does everyone just burn it? Just, yeah. Well, we finally got, like with law enforcement, the police department, and that was a state effort too, medicines, prescription medicines. Is that considered uh, a hazmat ha hazard? Yeah, you take oh. like, okay, fentanyl. You got a cancer patient and uh, they're on fentanyl patches for the pain or whatever. Yeah, what do you do with them? Uh, hospice is great, I can tell from personal experience. Uh, hospice is great when, you know, the, whoever passes away. Yeah, most of the time the hospice, yeah, if it's a drug like that or uh, anything that's uh, considered controlled, yeah, they usually take it. But uh, there's people, uh, and I plug it because a lot of people, yeah, it hasn't been so bad within the last three or four years because of uh, education. But I wound up one time in my office with about uh, 60 sharps containers. These people didn't know what to do with uh, diabetics. Mm -hmm. The doctor will prescribe it, but they don't say, hey, here's what you do. I just saw that question on Facebook. A lady was asking what she did with the Sharps container. That's interesting you say that. Some just saw today. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but I know in the past, at times, the hospitals would take them. But then again, they get saturated and 
they've got a service and all of a sudden there are maybe directors or board of directors that the purse strings are going, my God, our disposal fees just went up 200%. What's going on? Well, we're taking diabetic. And then, well, we can stop that. Uh, here's the savings, yeah, that's yeah. what they're thinking. Yeah. And then what do they do with them? Do they melt them down? Yeah, okay. they destroy them in a big furnace. And uh, that, and yes, there. Maybe we could make the use gas, use sharps. Boom! Uh, there it is. Put them together. There you go, Andy. There's a business for you. Career. Then there's environmental issues because theirs is usually controlled because when you burn like plastics, especially you get volatile oh, yeah. organic compounds, yeah. VOCs, and yes, people, you know, they go up to uh, once in a while. Uh, there was a. Uh, culprit i won't uh, <laughs> go on that but if you had a uh, <clears throat> certain type of lens in your sunglasses you go whoa where'd that purple cloud come from or where's that flame from yeah it's, you can see it in the air wow yeah. it's a polarized lens it's just looking around now it's just like yeah <laughs> uh but it's gotten better oh wrong one <laughs> i was trying to do this one uh, <laughs> All right, now speaking of, yeah. where have you been that's haunted? Yes, <laughs> yeah. it seems to be a theme. I know it is a theme. It is a theme. <laughs> yeah, at the Wolf Mansion. There you go. Oh, you there you go. Because <laughs> I used to know some people in those at Ghostbuster Group that used to go out there in the old county home before that <clears throat> got demolished. What's it? Right on Route Two, right across yeah. from the Highway Department. Yeah. What, what's a county home? Like a like a indigent people. Oh, yeah. oh I thought uh, you meant for like county commissioners. <laughs> like, Ouch! Yeah. Wow, sorry, commissioners. Uh, no, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Came out like that though. Definitely did. And here, yeah, there was a side note because when they were, uh, we used to use it as a training uh, site. I did some classes out there for the federal group and some state, <clears throat> and uh, they were uh, federal uh, from the Lakeshore, National Lakeshore, and they came out and we were doing a sampling class. And the one gal goes, what is this place? And I told her, and I says, downstairs in the basement, they had actual cells, like jail cells. They locked people up in this home? The, the commissioners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. That was Andy Bozek. Andy Bozek was talking there. <laughs> you don't work for them, Greg. But, yeah, people that had metal, yeah. they were transferring probably about 10 years ago to the archives <clears throat> for the state of Indiana because they found out these books because they documented everything. Oh. Uh, and there was some interesting, I, I got to see one of the books, uh, and it was probably from around the 1870s or something like that. And yeah, the sheriff would say, transported a nutcase. Oh my God. Would do, depending on where oh, the no. guy said he came from, he'd take them either to the Port County line, Lake County, or Jasper. And just, <laughs> just see you later, get out. Yeah. Get out. Don't come back. <laughs> I'm like, what you see on the Griffith show. You know, it's like, wow. it's an opinion. It's <laughs> yeah. too much. Yeah. Go down to Bug Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Down there and. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Aunt May ain't going to cook for you but anymore. They say, you know, different things in there. Like, uh, they had one gentleman uh, that was legally insane. 
and that's what they put reason for incarceration and because jail says ah, the sheriff that lived in the old jail yeah, you, don't want that. you don't want that <laughs> so they sent them out there and they wow. put them in the cells well getting back this gal found out this she had been not to get off too much of subject but she had been at gettysburg oh, and wow. i found that interesting because i knew somebody else had told me stories out there They'd be driving around security, making checking the park out, and they see campfires. Wow! Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. they drive over there. There's nobody. Wow! The but there's a campfire going. No. Oh, but they it's just so it looks like it. And the one guy, his wife was also a ranger. She was uh, going into Gettysburg, and. For some reason, she looks in her rearview mirror, and there's like a an apparition, and she looks, and it would look like she when she described it to the chief ranger, because he was documenting stuff anyhow. It was like a Confederate soldier was in the back of the bed. <laughs> she didn't have a cap or nothing. When she stopped at the one light, uh, which was a couple blocks from downtown, he got out. And it was like, huh? <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> never stopped. Yeah. Like, now go! Yeah. So yeah. she was up here, and that's what piqued her interest when I started talking, because mm -hmm. she had that, and I knew a little bit about it. And she says, can we go down? So I'm with about, not, there's nine of them, if I remember right. And of course. So I'm leading the way downstairs in the stairway, and all of a sudden you get that feeling like, General Custer, who's behind me? <laughs> and I looked, and they stopped about halfway down those stairs because I I didn't hear her, but the others say we're asking her, what are you gasping for? And she's like, don't you feel it? She said it was like somebody was like in the back wow. of her, <laughs> bouncing in. She had a ponytail. And they said, we're not seeing nothing. And then that just like freaked them out. <laughs> so day trip or ex expedition trip down? No, that's it. <laughs> I said, and I knew. Did you end up down there? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I've been down there several times before it, uh, its demise. And uh, when Phil Griffiths, who was the EMA director back in uh, late 90s, and uh, 99 and 2000, early 2000, he, his office was out there. And uh, I know some of his volunteers said when they stayed out there, they'd hear creaking and that. Uh, I'm trying to remember, <laughs> it was Mary, it was Howard, and I can't remember the third person. The one guy went in the restroom and he looked in the mirror. He's seen his reflection, he's also seen another <laughs> oh, that's kind of spooky. Yeah, out of this like small cabinet, you know, medicine cabinet mirror. So he got a hold of the, uh, I can't remember the exact name of the group, the Indiana Ghost Chasers. Oh, yeah. yeah. They spent yeah. several years yeah. out there. They need to listen to our show. Yeah. <laughs> Every We're show getting a plug, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so getting back, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there's been some interesting things. And uh, uh, what I mostly do, uh, investigate environmental complaints, whether it's anywhere from uh, 
the smoke is coming. I don't have real authority over air quality. That's Indiana Department of Environmental Management. I'll take a report and I says I'll forward it to them and blah, blah, blah. Plus, I got a good report with most of the police departments in that. And if it's up north, I'll call like Mike Heckman, the sheriff of, uh, or not sheriff, but the town police. marshal. He's a police officer. Town marshal. Yeah. He's a special citizen. <laughs> <time. laughs> oh, my You're favorite town. <laughs> You're out there, Mike. Uh, hey, let's go over there at the mill and see if you see an orange or whatever. And he'll, so I, you know. And orange is bad when people see sometimes, orange? Sometimes, yeah. yes. And purple or. You see a lot of different colors coming from. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're like, I don't know if this is a legit okay thing or not. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to go with it is because I don't know yeah. who to call. <laughs> but, oh, wow. I do know who to call. Yeah. Some, Ghostbusters. Yeah, some are, yeah, <laughs> legit colors, yeah, in the process of making steel on that. And others, sometimes there's oopses, as we call them. Uh, but I'll investigate them. And of course, if. Are you allowed to go on their property? I usually announce myself, and if I. Figure there possibly might be some problem. I either have a county officer with me, or even better than that, conservation officer, DNR. Oh, because they, oh, they can go anywhere. Gotcha. Uh, and I'll say, you know, we got a complaint. It's involving water, possibly drainage. Uh, it's at least subsided in some of the subdivisions early in my, uh, as far as my present job as director. People would go out, oh, there's a storm drain in this subdivision. Not realizing, yeah, you poured it in there, it's not going to stay there. What did they pour in? Oil or antifreeze or whatever. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. There was one, I won't tell you the subdivision or whatever, he was close enough by his driveway, he pulled his car over it, put it on stand, so it went right into the... I mean, there's got to be common sense. There Nowadays, to be yes. Common sense. Yes. Back, back yeah. then, yeah. I get it. People yeah. didn't know. But the words out there, I mean, it's, right. it's very clear. They talk about fertilizers. They talk yeah. about the, the, the soap from your car going yes. down the drain and being bad. So why would you not know oil? That, to me, is you just don't care. Laziness, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm. I, yeah, I can do what I want. This I don't is, care about yeah. future generations. Right. Yeah. right. And there again, that was yeah. within, up. No, I think you years. should give a name of that person. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, yeah. Now, like is there that. a fines for that? I mean, if you came across somebody doing that, is there any, like... Just disconnect the sewer? Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm going to shut you uh, down. Usually, yeah. if I do, I'll refer to IDEM. They have enforcement powers. If it's something real bad, then they, in turn, call their next step, the EPA guys, and they're criminal investigators. IDM has criminal investigators. Wow. I feel like um, you don't want to mess with the EPA. I feel like yeah. if, if they're coming to you, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, because most of their criminal investigators are like U.S. Marshals. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like we had a uh, place locally, and uh, I won't go into the whole story because, uh, yeah, somebody may be out there listening and say, oh, yeah, those are those knuckleheads climbed the fence and yeah. We knew they were dumping and maintaining barrels and drums. Uh, and sometimes fly by night would come in and remove them. The bad thing about the fly by night was um, they developed what they call, like in Lake County uh, around Hammond, Midco one and two. Mm -hmm. 
this gentleman would come in and say, yeah, I can take that from USU, or I can take that from Whiting Refinery and that. Yeah, and he'd go out and he'd bury it. Uh, I know I'm talking to the EPA investigators and IDEM and the emergency response section of IDEM, and yeah, you know, we used to joke around the, uh, the three feet, uh, three foot uh, legged uh, geese and uh, wow. two headed, yeah, because of all this stuff that they were. I know they got that with, like, I got a friend that owns a company that does junk. And they, they do it right. They take it to the dump site. And there's yeah. a cost involved. And she always talks about these people that are doing it way cheaper. And the way, the way yes. they're doing it is they're dumping it in Gary on the side of the road. Or, or in a warehouse. Oh, uh, I didn't that know about happened. that. Wow. That happened to my buddy, uh, my huh. emergency response guy in IDEM. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was like, I can't remember if it was Fourth of July weekend or Memorial. He gets a call and uh, it, as the guy went into US Steel there, on Broadway, and he said, oh yeah, I can take this and that. So we're talking anywhere from cyanides to arsenic and this <laughs> wow. and that. That's in these drums because oh, yeah. of the byproduct that, of steel making. Uh, and he gave him a chance, and he, oh yeah, you can get rid of it for that much. All he did was take it off, I can't remember if it was uh, 6th Avenue or 7th, but there was a warehouse. He was just taking the deer off Loki. <laughs> Then he went out of town. After I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Oh no! Right. Um, after right. you know, he got his money from everybody. Wow. Uh, he kind of like uh, left town. Well, on this particular holiday weekend, certain smells started coming out. Wow. And uh, they started noticing like the uh, rodent situation. Hmm was killing those rats in the city of Gary. You know, they their animal control or whatever it was, in, or pest control. So somebody went out there, and uh, here again, if, if you're in a closed area and you can see drums or whatever through there, I might caution you, don't open the door until okay. you, like, test the vapors or something. This guy went ahead and opened it, and there was like two or three hundred drums in there. Wow. Yeah, he had transported from U.S. Steel a couple blocks over. Dude made a killing off it. Yeah, right? yes. Hopefully Literally. Kill anybody. And those are, yeah, why we investigate in IDEM and the F. So the, then do you hold the mill responsible? Because you guys were dumb enough to trust and not inspect what you expect. Allowed yeah. him to take it off your property. You clean it up. Yeah, it was uh, a joint. Um, EPA assumed the liability because they were after the guy anyhow. Uh, it was like there again uh, they'll open up something and then okay leave the area and then they'll go down south yeah. uh, there was a <coughs> company that operated up here for years and then <laughs> skipped out the town and uh, went down to Seymour Indiana did the same operation Wow and nobody made a phone call like hey who is this well, and I'm sure they're under a different company name, or they could, I mean, you could just get a new company. Or, yeah. right. so or the individual. He uses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. same individual. He uses his name for the business license and everything, and up here they're looking for him. Because they went, my God, he dumped stuff, and oh, and never cleaned it up. And uh, now we got uh, the little Calumet, or or the big Calumet, uh, yeah, going down Toll Road, and you're watching it on fire, like Cleveland, Lake Erie there years ago. So yeah, we try to get those people. Wow. 
Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> and speaking of getting people, uh, we need to. We, I forgot to give a shout out to our sponsors this year, this week. Yeah. The Independent Order of Odd Fellows, uh, Checkwick Lodge Number Fifty Six. They do a great job with uh, philanthropy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Number Fifty Six. No, I said from Valparaiso. From Valparaiso, Indiana. You always absolutely. Say that, but you didn't this time. So. Oh cool. my goodness. I had your back, Mr. Yeah, Brown. yeah, 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 yeah. And I was with some of these people last night. We had a nice uh, dinner in uh, Rochester, Indiana. Right, just. Down Route 31. Wow, you really are a traveler. Yeah, I'm a traveling man. You are. Uh, That was Greg Sims. I'm Andy Bozak. We've got our hazmat director, Greg Greg Eckert. From, yes. And, uh, yeah, interesting, crazy stories. So, um, the bottom line is, like, let's say, well, we know oil that we can, you can take to some... um, Auto shops, or uh, right. yes. yeah, or or even AutoZone. So I know we'll take it for free and stuff. Or the household hazardous collection days. Yeah, recycling. I think it's it. a few times a year through Porter yes. County, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and they'll take little, paint cans and stuff. Too. And yeah, uh, yeah, they'll they'll tell you how to dispose. Especially, uh, they'll take uh, latex, but not uh, the oil base. Uh, it oh. costs a lot of money. They'll help you dispose of it as far as weary alternatives. And I think they told me how to dry it up. Lay it, open it up. If it's just a little bit, not the whole can, uh, but if if it is a whole can, pour it in another can. But do you want it? it? Because they, they're recycling that latex too, though, right? They want it. Oh. They want it solid. Oh, oh, they it solid. Litter. oh I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Let it dry out uh, during this time of drying, about a day or two, put kidney litter. Because I know they were recycling the paints and mixing them together. And the latex, to them out. Yeah, yeah, but it, it gets a little costly. What I used to tell people, find your schools. High schools have drama departments, because guess what? To put plays on, right? What do they need? That's a great idea. Uh, the paint? Yeah. Yes. yeah. But check, what, and I always tell them. Don't check. just drop it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what comes in for yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Greg, Greg Eckert. Eckert, Eckert told him, who's this Greg Eckert guy? Yeah. Oh, I, I heard him got, on the radio. He's got a badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Does the hazmat truck have a badge? Huh? You have a badge? Good. Well, as I said, there should be some enforcement power with yeah. what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, the recycling district does a good job. Uh, so there are ways to dispose, and like I said, uh, call their office, get on their website. Uh, and don't help you or steer you in the right direction. And household batteries, too. We have places to dispose of yes. those. Don't throw those in the garbage. Uh, I think there's one at the county building, as a matter of fact. Yeah, a little uh, white a container little with green writing on it. Batteries, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And then car batteries, you just recycle them in a yeah, regular yes. metal You want your car charge. If you don't yeah. want a car battery, tell me. I'll pick it up and get your car charge for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes. But, yeah, there's well, a number of things to do, uh, how to get rid of stuff. So and you never have a dull day, do you? No. No. Oh, he's with us today. <laughs> so no. where are you based out of? Are you in the actual... Um, Greg Phillips Memorial... What, Center. That's the EMA building, correct? That Lance Bell is in? The Hazmat building. That, that's what it's called, the Hazmat building, okay. Yes. Yeah. And then He's the, in there, but 600 and some thousand dollars went to build that, and that came out of the Greg Phillips Memorial Fund. Oh, that was actually, to, so it wasn't just donated, or uh, excuse me, No. said Con- put his name on it. The Con- 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 didn't have that much money really? towards putting that up. 
Wow. That was kind of our pride thing. Uh, that's that's really yeah, cool. People donated when Greg died. There was donations in the county. Uh, uh, took his remaining salary and put it kicked it in the kidney, so that helped. So yeah, it was something that yeah. So you have an push. office in there then? Yeah. Okay. And then do you travel a lot? Is that so you're, you're driving around a lot? Or are you in the office yeah. a lot? Or half and half. Sometimes more out. Sometimes because of just yeah complaints or somebody notices something and yeah. Uh, I do get calls, uh, some of the oddballs, you know, if they're spraying fields, farm fields, mm -hmm. those people are, what they're using is licensed by the state chemist out of Purdue University. If you have a concern, call his numbers listed. Don't call <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go out there and stop a plane, uh, crop duster, if you wanna call it that. No, that's regulated by them. Everything's safe. They have to abide, like they can't have drift. Once in a while you may see a sign by a field, no drift area, which means he's got to fly a certain pattern with, uh, and consider the wind for sure, because maybe somebody, a good example was out on 30 when Shamrock uh, Sod was out there uh -huh. uh, by uh, State Route 39 and yeah uh there was a lot of farm fields there well some of the stuff that the farmers use because they don't want grass and that in there well if they had a drift oh, guess what yeah the guy that owns shamrock goes out there and he goes my god i got two acres of oh. dead sod yeah. <laughs> how am i reselling this sod? <laughs> yeah you want brown grass no problem I'll bring wow it to yeah but yeah I'll be darn. stuff like that and uh mm -hmm. And then they got done in February, and I believe early March, uh, spraying for gypsy moss. Oh, okay. DNR usually is pretty good about putting uh, information out and saying, we're gonna spread like around- Is that the, an invasive species, yes, is that why? Yes, uh, that they want to control. Oh, gypsy moths, the ones yes. that are killing the trees, okay. Yes. I thought you said moss and, for some reason. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a gypsy moth, and then there's uh, also the uh, Asian longhorn beetle, ah. which, I wish they'd spray for stink bugs. I hate stink <laughs> bugs. They are ugly and they freak me out and they're everywhere I don't want them to be. No. Uh, and the one guy I talked to down at the state chemist says, well, now we can't do that. And I said, oh, well, I thought maybe. He says, well, my father-in-law owns Orkin and uh, I go, yeah, now I know why. <laughs> no, he was kiddingly saying that, but yeah, there's certain ones they do spray for. But here again, uh, then the sheriff's department, 911 center, gets the calls. Oh my God, a plane crashed! You know, he's coming into the field, uh, applying his yeah. He's going to get low. Uh, <laughs> I know last I year. I didn't really sprayed a lot of fields with the planes anymore. That's yes, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here in Laporte County, yeah. especially. Uh, and then with the helicopters, sometimes depending on the crop, uh, are the helicopters will fly. I was going. Uh, and they did it on the weekend uh, last year, and I think it was around August and that. I'm going down Smoke Road South, heading for Couts, and all of a sudden I look over here, and there's this helicopter about two feet off the roadway of Smoke Road, but he's spraying. I don't know what, uh, I can't remember the crop that uh, the farmer had down there, but yeah, it, uh, 
Wait, was this like the mosquito trucks back in our day? Yeah. Like, where you follow in? Yeah. Like, Get out from behind this mosquito yeah. truck. I'm like, or you come good. in. Yeah. You come in and smell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they sure. still spray in Burns Harbor actually a few times a year. Yeah. For mosquitoes? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Depending on how bad they get, you know, yes. when they come out or not. Huh. But. I'll yeah. be done. Yeah. So are you, um, uh, when you're out there, are you like have a, a truck, a, um, a hazmat truck? Do I see it around? I, didn't I got see a response it. truck. Yeah. Nice. Lights? You got lights? Yeah. Oh man, this is I a great gig. Yeah, I was saying, how did you not know this? Yeah. Lights are bad. You got a gun? No, I'm <laughs> I usually don't run hot. No. Hey, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully it's not going down the waterways. No. And there again, uh, that's what plain old contractors are for. <laughs> You got a responsible and RP responsible party, and so were you part of this Chesterton thing? I, I don't know if you've been following it at all, but I, I guess there was a big fire in Chesterton. Well, I know there was a big fire in area transportation, yeah. and they stopped the water from being polluted or something. No, what we did was put booms and pads. Uh, me and Fawn Patterson from IDEM, uh, Nate Williams, assistant chief, and Eric Campbell, the fire chief, called them. me, hmm. and. Uh, and they're pretty good. They asked me about water runoff, which is, yeah, legit. I can't remember the exact amount. Uh, Nate told me how many thousands of gallons, but it's going into the storm center. And then it goes into a ditch back towards 1100 north there. Mm -hmm. And then back to the east is Coffee Creek. So we went up there. And, and there was diesel and stuff involved? Or was, what was the well, pollution? Yeah, because of... Uh, I was just letting the public yeah, know. Yeah, the area that was involved started, uh, I can't go into an investigation because that's State Farm Marshall's uh, area right now, but it involved electrical and it caught the flammable materials, combustible materials. So these were flowing down the drains. The yeah, yeah the, even the ash and all that, it's picking up. Oh, I think about ash. Yes, it's picking up debris from the fire. So he saved our coffee creek. This gentleman right here, I was reading about him yesterday, didn't know it was you. Yeah. Thank wow. you. Thank yeah, you, because your guys are smart thinking. Yeah, we put wow. in the Like I said, uh, <clears throat> I got a good rapport with most of the fire departments, and they think about stuff like that. And mm -hmm. say, hey, by the way, do you think, yeah, I'm on my way. And then, in <laughs> fact, uh, like I said, it was a courtesy call to my counterpart at the state, and uh, Fawn was around. She's in training. Well, actually, she's on her own, but she goes around to different spots up here in northwest Indiana and north in Indiana, still training, per se. Uh, she's a wealth of information, and she's great with water, especially. She works for the state in the hatcheries division with raising the fish and oh, oh, stocking. Yeah. So yeah. she's got a so lot she of... Knows, yeah. mm -hmm. well, with that, and we kind of learn, and then, like I said, I got Dave Greinke, uh, the emergency responder for Northwest Indiana. Yeah, we, we, we feed off each other. And he might see something, I see something, and hey, remember when? Yeah, so. And yeah. he's got the experience, too. That's the, the key, you know, he's yeah. been doing yeah. How long, yeah. you said 30, 38, nine years, the place, the facility's now, been around. The, How long you been doing it? Since the beginning. Oh, you started? I was actually okay. doing it before it became an official. Like I said, oh, I so ran. So you've been doing it longer than I was alive then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I met Greg Phillips around 1979. When he, 
he drug me in. That's what he, he got his hooks <laughs> into it. Yeah, he never, never left. Yeah, yeah. in the county. Uh, at one time, remember civil defense? Mm -hmm. As was before EMA. Uh, we were like a pseudo branch of them. Ron Stevens, the civil defense director back then, um, but he had no money really to fund us. A lot of donations or people uh, are reacquired stuff. Uh, even back then, pads and booms and absorbent materials, yeah, they were they're a little pricey, especially, gee, you just used 200 pads on this creek or ditch bank because of uh, oil or gas and that. Yeah, most of and my- the companies get built back for that, I assume, right? The ones that, in this instance, area or their insurance company will pay for all those, right? As far as cleanup, yeah. Uh, I have a pretty good rapport with cleanup contractors, so I get a lot of donations of stuff that I've used. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of a scratch. I was just making sure, I mean, we're yeah. on the county council. We want to make sure we're getting our bank for that. Absolutely. Too, so. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's oh. it works out, and uh, it, no day's the same. That's, and that's... That's good. I mean, it's interesting. So it's, you're never really bored or dull. I mean, no, there's some, some slow calls, time, but some calls repeat themselves, and it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a certain company. Uh, they they've gotten cited by state troopers, commercial motor vehicle. Uh, it's not reliable transportation on Chester, Indiana. That's, that's <laughs> no, it's like, not. Just throwing that out there. No, no it's not. Now, no, you're, my you're okay. Uh, I won't say the company, but uh, the whole product called Coltar out of, right now, Cleveland Cliffs before Arsler Middle. And it is. It's Coltar. Sticky. It's hot. Is that in a tanker? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. It's a double tanker. Uh... Not throwing stones at anybody, but sometimes when equipment gets utilized after a certain amount, it starts deteriorating. And um, they were going down uh, uh, in in Portage on Christman Road, um, and uh, this stuff was coming out. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. And just so everyone knows, the first thing you do as a truck driver is a called a pre-trip inspection and a post-trip. You check everything. That should never happen. The equipment wow. should never fail right. like yeah. that. Okay. Right. Because it's caught. I'm sorry. I'm going to catch you off. Yeah. Right. No. no. That's a it's, careless company is what yeah. I was getting at. And also, uh, there was some issues that I brought up, like, how come the security people let that leave your property? Because they must have seen it, right? Lincoln, oh, whatever. Yeah. yes. They wow. told them to go faster. Yes. Get this stuff away from me. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wish this was live because yeah. then I could uh, show you some okay. pictures. Wow. Uh, wow. So yeah. I run into that product. A lot of the stuff that we have uh, to deal with on accidents mainly is fluids, vehicle, antifreeze. Okay. Gasoline. Yeah. Uh, now, what if if you're at a gas station and something drips out? You don't get involved in that, do you? Oh, you do. So you. I see a faulty. First call is to Mike Harper. Weights oh, measures. our weights and measures guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Mikey, <laughs> and he does the same thing to me. Uh, we had an incident uh, just a few months ago. Uh, the station attendant. It was up in the Portage area. Uh, she didn't know. A gentleman had his girlfriend move his truck. 
he sh uh, it was a work truck. And from what I understand, he shouldn't have had it, or he took it with his boss's knowledge. Yes, this is going well. <laughs> so I don't know if he was doing something on the side, but uh, he's he wound up stopping at a gas station. He was kind of cattywampus and the hose wasn't reaching, so he had his girlfriend who was sitting in the passenger seat, slide over on the bench seat, move it. Well, she didn't close the door, the passenger, the driver's door. <coughs> so, excuse me, he hits, or she hits, the pump. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, there were some other issues that we addressed, I won't go into, uh, that let's just say the company should have been uh, or known about uh, it put most of the guys at portage fire that responded from the station down the road there on uh, so the pump the got moved and started yes. leaking right so yes yeah, so we're talking luke's then i assume <laughs> <laughs> I he can't. didn't say Woo! that <laughs> he didn't say that. Andy Bozak said that. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were wow. substantial gallons yeah. <laughs> involved, and I know one of the reporters wow. says, hey, mind if I have a sponge, I go, I go right ahead. Oh. Uh, and then a couple of the police officers are there doing traffic control. Yeah, they said, hmm, I wonder where I can get a gas can, you know? I said, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Right. oh, my God, ringing out yeah, the, the sponges. Like three something a gallon at that time. Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, uh, yeah, they, uh, they had a substantial cleanup and involved, plus they got from the underground uh, storage. So the girl didn't know how to turn it off? Is that this, what, what happened? And it failed. You're supposed to have an automatic. Oh, they should automatically shut off. Yeah, oh. there's a shear plate that when it, yeah. So then <clears throat> Portage Fire gets in there and looking at all this, and naturally you can smell the gasoline. Uh, one of the guys that's on the hazmat team uh, on Portage Fire, he uh, he goes, when he notices it, he goes running in there and he says to Clark, where's your emergency shutoff? And she says, I hit it. <clears throat> Number three. Oh, wow. Yeah, it should have. Stopped everything. Oh, yeah. He finally found a breaker that was hidden in a closet type door, I believe. And that turned it off? Yeah. Turned off all the power. Right, which stopped the pump. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. that's crazy. Sometimes. Everyone's hurting for employees now. Trains are clean too. I'll be darned. Wow. Wow. Stuff that happens. Yeah. Well, it's, it, that's interesting. Um, well, we've got, uh, unfortunately, that we're running out of time. This is, oh, this is really crazy. Oh, my God. These stories are crazy. And and here we go. Another, we, we, we found another department that has ghost stories. So Everyone. that is pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, you've, you've been uh, listening to WVLP, uh, Porter County Buzz, 103.1. And uh, we, again, thank our sponsors, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, for uh, for allowing us to be on the air this, this week, this year, I should say. Mm -hmm. And. And uh, again, I'm Greg Sims, co-host Andy Bozek, and our special guest extraordinaire, Greg Eckhart from the Hazmat, Porter County Hazmat. So uh, again, hopefully you uh, you were entertained as much as we were. Yeah, thank you and, guys for listening. Yeah. Greg, you want to say, say goodbye to the audience here? Yeah, have a good day and be <laughs> safe and don't spill anything. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week.